it's about more than just brushing and flossing your teeth. Dental disease is 100% preventable and it starts at home with you. Yep, you heard me right. Cavities are a disease and not something your children should just get. Your mouth is a window into your body and it has an effect on your speech, breathing, chewing, heart health, so much more. And we're not listening to it. On this podcast, we'll bring you a mixture of professionals, experts in the field that will give you advice and action steps you can take with your kids in different situations. We're also going to have moms, dads, caregivers, just like you, having the same struggles that you are, because together, we can make a difference and help keep our kids healthy. I had high fevers as a child and was given medicine that stayed my teeth. Kids bullied me, made fun of me, asked me if I knew how to brush my teeth. It not only affected my self-esteem, it made me self-conscious about my smile. I did not want to smile as a kid. People were always asking me what was wrong with me. I just didn't want to open my mouth because I didn't want to be made fun of. And I don't want another kid to feel the same way I did growing up. This is the Healthy Mouth Movement Podcast. My name is Sherry Wirtz. I'm a dental hygienist and I've been in the dental field for over 30 years. Welcome back to the Healthy Mouth Movement Podcast. Today, we're going to talk about what is the best toothpaste for kids. This is another question I get asked a lot. Going to the store and looking at the toothpaste aisle can be super overwhelming. How do you know which one to choose? Which one is best for your child? For me, it was trial and error. My daughter hated toothpaste when she was little. The taste, the texture, the smell. We purchased 12 different brands back then, tried them all, and now there are even more choices. For years, I just brushed her teeth with a wet toothbrush and then used my finger to apply MI paste after brushing. MI paste is similar to a fluoride. And the thing that I like about it was it had recaldent and it did not have fluoride in it because she was so little. She was under the age of three. We had well water. And so I just continued this routine until she was around six. MI paste is a product that I really like. You can get it from your dental office and it comes in different flavors. It comes in melon, strawberry, mint, vanilla, So, and there's a choice with fluoride and without fluoride. So MI paste is one thing that I have used because I've seen it work. I've used it with kids after they get their braces off for white spots to recalcify them. And it just works really great. So MI paste is one of the things that I recommend. MI paste does make toothpaste that you can actually brush with. So they have three different options. And a lot of times you have to get that from your dentist though. So today I'm going to talk about toothpaste that you can purchase either over the counter or through websites online. So I discovered for my daughter, Colgate watermelon toothpaste was about what she would use. As long as we only used a little smear, she would agree to brush with it without spitting it back out at me. The thing is that what I learned over the years with her and not liking toothpaste is it's not in your mouth for very long anyway. And so if you're brushing and you're rinsing and spitting, the benefits that you get from fluoride are only on your teeth for as long as you leave the toothpaste on the teeth. So the Dental Hygiene 411 team has you covered with options. So you have an idea of what's available on the market that you can try. We're sharing a quick guide to toothpaste for kids and offering suggestions that are a few of our favorites and my family's favorites. So I'm giving you permission though to not use toothpaste if your child spits it out like my daughter did. And as long as you actually disrupt the plaque, that's what's going to be the 
best thing. Toothpaste isn't for everyone and you don't have to brush with it. I would rather see that you get a toothbrush in your mouth or your child's mouth and remove the plaque and get all of that off rather than spending precious time battling over toothpaste and what toothpaste to use and spitting it out. Not all kids like toothpaste, especially at a young age. So making sure that you're disrupting the plaque is what's going to be important. Even as a dental hygienist, I would put my daughter in a headlock to brush her teeth, both of us crying, me screaming for her to yell louder so she would open wider and I could get the back teeth. We had well water and I didn't want her to have cavities. It wasn't until years later that I realized that I traumatized both of us for no reason. I was going to make sure that my daughter brushed with toothpaste. I can't have a child that has cavities. How would that look? Her dad's a dentist. Her mom's a dental hygienist. So why was I worried so much about what other people think? I have no idea now. Toothpaste prevents cavities, right? Not necessarily. It became a battle of wills between my daughter and I, and it wasn't until years later that I discovered that toothpaste isn't the most important thing to having a healthy mouth. It's brushing all the surfaces, disrupting the plaque, making sure what your nutrition is, what you're feeding them, how often you're feeding them. So brushing and flossing that we talk about a lot in dentistry and when you bring your kids to the dental appointment, it's just a little piece of the puzzle. And we don't put it all together in a dental office because we're focused on cleaning your teeth and seeing if you have any cavities or anything that needs to be done. So we don't tell you all of the other stuff in the dental office, which is another reason why I started the podcast in the Healthy Mouth Movement, because I'm trying to put all the pieces together. So you have all the information. I didn't have that when I my daughter was little, and I was a dental professional. So I've learned this stuff just over the years. There are many things that not only cause cavities, but prevent them as well. Even with what I did for a living, I had no idea as a new mom, everything I needed to know about how to have a healthy mouth and how it was all connected. So I wish I would have known these things back then. And if you follow me, I feel toothpaste and toothbrushes are a personal choice. There's no one size fits all in dentistry or in healthcare. And I like options. So we're providing some. When should you start using toothpaste with your kids? You can start cleaning an infant's mouth as soon as they're born, wiping their cheeks, gums, and tongue with a moistened piece of gauze or a soft cloth, washcloth. When they get their first tooth in it is when you want to start brushing using an infant-sized soft toothbrush with a tiny sphere of toothpaste about the size of a grain of rice. Parents often ask if it's okay to use fluoride with their infants. It's actually recommended by the American Dental Association as soon as the first tooth erupts. Since you'll only be using a tiny amount, it's not necessary that they spit it out. It will help remineralize the teeth or tooth, depending. It'll strengthen their enamel, protecting the acids from causing cavities. Of course, there are fluoride-free options for infants and children as well, which I chose to use until my daughter was about six. However, the American Dental Association notes that nearly 25% of children have a cavity before starting kindergarten, which is why they began encouraging patients to use a fluoride toothpaste instead of waiting until all of their teeth were erupted. To use fluoride or not to use fluoride, that is another personal choice. And for me, there's no right or wrong answer in in my opinion. 
it comes down to your belief system. I have a podcast and YouTube videos that go more into detail about the subject of fluoride. And again, I used the MI paste with Recalnet because I could rub it on with my finger and she didn't like me in there too much. And she would let me do that without a fight. And as she got older, I applied it with a Q-tip because it was easier than getting my finger in there. And eventually we found the Colgate toothpaste that she liked and we started using that. So how much toothpaste should you use? A study by the Center for Disease Control found that almost 40% of kids ages three to six use too much toothpaste. It will vary per child and it will vary per age and all kids are different and they're not the greatest at spitting out. And this is why you only need a small amount. Plus, having an excessive amount of fluoride can cause what's known as fluorosis. Even though we don't see it as much these days, it's still a possibility. The good news is there's an easy remedy simply by assuring that you use the correct amount of toothpaste with your kiddos and you don't have them swallow too much. Obviously, if they swallowed the whole toothpaste, the whole tube of toothpaste, that would be a problem. So fluoride in my eyes is like alcohol. Can you have too much and get alcohol poisoning? You can't. Fluoride to me is the same. Everything in moderation. And the guidelines are as follows. And you can see a visual in an article that I'll attach between a smear layer and a grain of rice. So birth or three years old, you want to use that smear layer. Just kind of smear a little bit on the tooth, no larger than a grain of rice. Ages three and older, you can use a pea-sized dollop. With teens, you can kind of use a ribbon. Now, I've never, ever liked that much toothpaste, and that's probably a little bit why my daughter gets it. We both have sensory issues, and I now know that is also a familial trait, sensory issues. And it's way more common than I thought. I didn't realize until my daughter was 10 what sensory issues were even about. And it was more than just the toothpaste, but that's a whole other story. And so... The recommended amount of toothpaste with a soft bristled toothbrush, brushing for at least two minutes per day and flossing once a day. You only really need to floss your kid's teeth when the teeth are touching. If your child only has a few teeth, it's not going to require a full two minutes to brush their teeth. Encourage kids three and up to spit out the excess toothpaste when they're done. The amount you use will depend, again, on your individual child's needs and choice. Toothbrushing is a team approach with you monitoring and offering help until you feel confident that your child is brushing efficiently on their own. So how do you choose the best toothpaste for your kids? There are so many varieties of kids' toothpaste out there. How do you choose? I would take Faith to the store and let her pick out the toothpaste. For her, it was more about who and what was on the packaging rather than the taste until we got home and she tried it. That's why we tried so many. And again, we found over the years what it was that she liked, and it's changed over the years as she's grown. For me personally, I get canker sores easily, and I found it was toothpaste that makes a difference in how often I get them. So again, I tried many different brands, and for me, it's changed over the years as well. So we're going to talk about some of the things that I love, my family loves, and a few of them I have become an ambassador for, and I have affiliate links for um, that I'll let you know. Some of them I do, some of them I don't. I'm going to start with my favorite and the one that I'm an ambassador for Burst. If you use my promo code 5ZMZBR, you get my discount. And Burst has three different options available. They have a fluoride winter mint flavor. They have a natural fluoride free winter mint flavor, and they have a charcoal, coconut, and salt flavor. They're all really great options. I do not get canker sores with any of their products. So this is one of the ones that I recommend. Both my daughter and I use it, and it has been great. 
And I also alternate with New Skin's AP24 whitening toothpaste. I think this is a great one for kids too, because the 24 means that it helps prevent plaque for 24 hours. And I have a YouTube video showing where I disclosed my teeth, where it turns the plaque pink. And when I did a video for them, I realized that it really does work because I had to wait 48 hours to do the video because after 24 hours, I still didn't have enough on there to do the video demonstration. So I think that this AP24 toothpaste really works. It works for whitening. I can't use a lot of whitening products because I had tetracycline when I was younger and I have bonding on my teeth. And so I can't use things that are really abrasive. And this AP24 toothpaste worked great at taking and keeping the tea stains off. So I use both the new skin and the burst toothpaste. The American Dental Association recommends a fluoride toothpaste with a seal of approval. So there are some that do have the ADA seal of approval. Tom's of Maine is one of those. And it is a natural toothpaste, anti-cavity. And it is one of our favorites because it doesn't contain any artificial flavors, colors, preservatives, and the tube is recyclable. So it is one of my over-the-counter go-to favorites. It helps with canker sores. It helps with sensitivity for kids. It comes in different flavors. It comes in a strawberry. It comes in an outrageous mango. There's an original one that's good for kids under the age of three. So Tom's is one of my go-to brands for patients to recommend because it has a lot of amazing benefits. And it's a great company as well, just like Burst and New Skin. I go with companies that are good, eco-friendly, good to their consumers. And so that's why they are my top three picks. And then of course the Colgate watermelon, because that was after trial and error, the only one that my daughter would use. They have a two in one. It stands up on the counter. It doesn't lay down. You don't have to squeeze the tube. I like that as well. And again, I bought it in bulk because it was the only one that she would use for probably three years. So I would get it in tubes of three. So that way I didn't run out and I could have it at different places for my daughter to use. Hello Kids fluoride toothpaste is another option. It's natural and it doesn't contain any other artificial ingredients. They have blue raspberry and it is also kid friendly flavor. Spry has natural toothpaste. It is made safe for kids, toddlers, and babies. It is fluoride free. It comes in a gel. You can use it to clean the gums and teeth and it promotes a positive oral environment and healthy development of the erupting teeth that are coming in. And it's part of a complete hygiene program. Spry offers a pacifier for beginners and there's links below. They have strawberry banana, bubble gum, and Spry original. Crest has a kid's cavity protection. It's sparkle bubble gum flavor and or bubble gum or sparkle fruit bubble. I don't remember what flavor that is, but anyway, it is also ADA accepted. It fights cavities. It has a fruity flavor and it also comes in a recyclable tube. This is the one that we give out at the office and most offices because it's easiest to get. And so that's the one that we hand out. Crest products for me are the ones that give me canker sores. So again, one brand is not right for everyone. Burt's Bees for Kids is a fruit fusion toothpaste. It's also ADA accepted, cavity-free, cavity-fighting fluoride. It has a fruity flavor. It's made without artificial flavors, and it is a recyclable tube as well. 
And Aquafresh Kids comes in three different colors, the blue, the red, and the white. So it's very patriotic. Kids seem to like it. It fights cavities and has low abrasion formula, and it's safe for teeth as well. There are also chewable tablets that you can get. I have not used those, but I do have from friends and family that love these. They come in bubblegum flavor. They're zero waste. They're eco-friendly. They come in 60 tablets in a glass reusable bottle. So when you get the refill amount, you just pour them back into the glass. So they're non-GMO. They have xylitol in them. Xylitol comes from a corn cob. It is proven to reduce cavities. It's SLS-free, fluoride-free. SLS is sodium lauryl sulfate. And generally, when you get cavities, it's that foaming agent. And that's what causes, not cavities, canker sores, sorry. SLS is what causes canker sores for me, sodium lauryl sulfate. And these eco-friendly tablets are available in peppermint, cinnamon, bubblegum, vanilla mint, and they do not contain silica. Silica is highly abrasive and that's what is put in a lot of toothpaste. It does not contain that. So depending on how you are with ingredients, you want to read the ingredients of toothpaste. There's no unnecessary ingredients, filters, preservatives, abrasives. So these tablets are safe for the enamel. They're made in America, which I really like. They're gentle for the planet and they're gentle for your teeth and gums. Another one of my favorite toothpaste is Plaque HD. It is effectively in removing plaque, efficient in removing plaque. When you brush your teeth with regular toothpaste, you don't know what you're leaving behind. With Plaque HD, it actually stains the plaque and it helps show you where you're missing. It was developed by dentists and it is a plaque identifying toothpaste. It was developed and partnered with different chemists. It is FDA um, registered. It does have fluoride in it. It is safe for the environment and your family can have fun turning your teeth and your plaque different colors and seeing where you miss. It also contains xylitol that helps eliminate harmful bacteria on your teeth and tongue. Plaque is hard to see with your eyes. So this toothpaste shows you and your kiddos where you're missing. If your kids are like my daughter and they don't like toothpaste, again, you can start without toothpaste. This plaque HD toothpaste is kind of fun. They don't have to chew up the tablets that are messy. You just brush. You can take it and put it on with your finger and then brush. And again, it's not something that's going to make a, a huge mess. But if you're not liking toothpaste, you can't get your kids to like toothpaste, then you want to make sure that you're getting the areas that kids usually miss, which is the upper outsides of the back teeth and the lower insides of the lower teeth. So the upper outsides and the lower insides. If you're going to brush your kids' teeth and they don't like you in their along, I would recommend starting in those areas. When they brush themselves, they usually get the front teeth pretty good themselves. Most kids don't brush the insides. So you do need to brush all along the outsides, the insides, and the top biting surfaces. So if you're getting all of those areas, that's going to be helpful. But I do recommend some type of disclosing and staining so you can see where the kids are missing. So while all of these suggestions are great options for you and your family, choosing a flavor for your kids that they will actually use is going to be probably the hardest thing for you. And that was the hardest part for me. And again, it could be trial and error. Your kids might just use it. They might not like toothpaste. So I'm giving you permission to not use toothpaste if your child is like mine. So you don't have screaming fits in the bathroom for 
months until you figure it out on your own. We are here. If you have any questions about toothpaste or anything else, don't hesitate to reach out. The Dental Hygiene 411 team is in the Healthy Mouth Movement are here to help you. You can join the Healthy Mouth Movement Facebook group. And I haven't been very active in there with cancer over the last six months, but I will get better at that, hopefully starting in May once I'm through all of the stuff. So thanks for listening. Hope this was helpful. Next week, we're going to talk about what is the best toothbrush. That is a huge topic on its own, just like toothpaste. These are just some of the options that are out there for toothpaste, and it's going to be trial and error with your children. Again, there is no right or wrong answer. It is your personal beliefs, your family's choices, taste, texture, smell, whatever it is that you like. And I I don't want you to feel overwhelmed or pressured into using something that you don't believe and always follow your gut. That is one thing that I've learned through this whole cancer, healthcare, COVID experience is you have to follow your gut. If something isn't resonating with you or doesn't seem right, it's not right for you. doesn't mean it's not right for somebody else. And healthcare these days is sick care and they give you options that they know and not everybody knows everything. Just like I gave you options, but I didn't give you all the options available. So you can do your research, you can Google things, you can search things, but hopefully with the podcasts and YouTube videos and Instagram and all the posts that I'm making, I can help make your decisions and choices a little bit easier. So stay tuned. Thanks for watching and check out next week's podcast on what is the best toothbrush for you and your family. Have a great day because a healthy mouth is a healthy body and a healthy life. Thanks so much for listening to the Healthy Mouth Movement Podcast. Do you have a question you'd like answered on the podcast? All I'm asking is for you to do three things. Head over to Apple Podcasts, leave a review, tell me what it is you'd like me to answer on the podcast, anything about mouth health. And if you'd like for me to leave a shout out, make sure that you leave a name. That's all you need to do. Then just make sure you tune in and listen so you can hear your question answered on the next Q&A episode. And join us next time on the Healthy Mouth Movement Podcast. If you'd also like more information, you can head over to www.dentalhygiene411.com where I have more resources and information for all things mouth health.